anxiety. We're going to talk about the A word today. So I had a, I don't know if you call it a scare, but there's only a few times in my life where I've experienced uh, quite a bit of anxiety, I would say. And one of them was about three or four weeks ago as I record this. And it was this sense of, I wasn't worried about anything in particular. There's just a lot going on in our business. We're doing a rebrand into Outbound Squad. You know, Ethan Parker was joining us full time. It's just a bunch of stuff, you know, going on. And I had this really tight sinking feeling in my chest and just really bad headache. And I had to actually take time off uh, from work and reschedule some meetings, which I rarely have to do. But it reminded me of the last time I felt like this, and that was when COVID happened and our business was not doing great on the company side because the pipeline just froze up overnight and we had to do a lot uh, really over a two month period. I didn't take a single day off and I just kind of burnt myself out. And what I wanted to share with you in this episode, because this reminded me of sort of my go-to activities for dealing with anxiety. And I want to share this with you today. So if this is your first time checking out the podcast, welcome. My name is Jason Bay. You're listening to Blissful Prospecting, and I'm on a mission to help reps and sales teams turn complete strangers into paying customers. So if you're an SDR or BDR that does prospecting for a living, or you're an account executive that is hopefully also doing prospecting and full cycle sales, you're definitely in the right place. Today, we're going to talk about anxiety, and I'm going to list off a bunch of things that have been working really well for me and some other ideas from things that have worked for others and have also worked for me in the past. So I think the biggest thing with anxiety is that you have a way to prevent anxiety. That's really what it's about is that you have a way to prevent it, and then you have a way to deal with it when it happens. So a couple things that I've implemented that have been really great. I used to get up at five o'clock and then by 5.30, I had my coffee, all that kind of stuff. And I would just sort of get to work first thing in the morning and then finish up maybe around four. And that schedule worked well for me. But one of the things that I noticed is, you know, one, it's, it's kind of a long work day for me personally to really be productive. And two, I'm not really doing anything to take care of myself in the morning. <laughs> you know, I just get straight to work. So what I've done instead is I still wake up at 5, but 5.30 to 6.30 is me time. I'll talk about what I do during that time here in a second. And then I start work at 7, and then I typically will be done around 4, sometimes 5. So one of the biggest things that I do in that morning block is cardio. So 15 to 20 minutes, my therapist recommended this. Everywhere I look online, anyone that deals with anxiety Daily cardio is recommended. I just do the exercise bike. You can order one of these online, I think, for 50 to 100 bucks. You can get a decent exercise bike. But I do 15, 20 minutes in the morning, gets a sweat on, gets the blood pumping. That really does the trick. Another thing that I've been doing, again, highly recommended all over the place to really reduce inflammation and anxiety, cold showers. Uh, no, I don't go into the shower and it's not cold the entire time. <laughs> so I take a normal shower. I do my thing in there. And the last 30 seconds right now, I finish with as cold as the water will go. And I got this trick from Andrew Huberman, who's got a great podcast, who I highly recommend you check out if you're into biohacking and stuff like that. But there's it was him and a few other 
you know, people had cited studies around putting cold water on your face as a way to kind of shock yourself out of, you know, feeling really anxious. And this is really, uh, I would say the next best thing. Um, and then ice baths also can, can do really great on if you've ever tried that before, but cold shower is something you can implement. So I do cardio. I typically will have a TV show on in the morning. That's something else that I've done. Just kind of relax, do some stretching, drink some coffee, go take a shower, finish with a cold shower. Some of the other things that I've been implementing that have been you know really helpful too is sauna. Uh, float tank is something I would add in there too. So if you're feeling really stressed out, this may be a once a week or a bi-weekly thing. Hit the sauna. One thing that works really well, and I'm you know, not a scientist, so make sure to check this out or talk to your doctor about it, of course. But uh, 20 minutes hot, 10 minutes cold can be really good in the sauna. So if they do have a, you know, a cold shower type of situation or ice bath, that sort of thing, getting in the sauna, sweating, and then going cold and then hot to cold, doing that three or four times can be really, really effective. Or just doing the sauna helps a lot too. Meditation, it's something I've kind of gotten away from. I don't do it at the moment, but it has worked for me in the past. An app I recommend is called Oak. It's a free meditation app. All the other ones are, I mean, I can afford them, but I just don't think they're the values there. <laughs> you know, they're like 20 bucks a month, 25 bucks a month, which I feel is really expensive for, for an app, uh, especially when Oak will do all those things that you want it to do. Another thing is limiting multitasking. So I think when you're doing things throughout the day that are constantly pulling at your attention, it just drains your willpower. It makes you feel super tired. So limit multitasking. I try to keep my phone away from me during dinner and try not to watch TV and be on the phone at the same time. So it's got to be a one or the other type of thing. One other thing that's been really big for me is deactivating all personal social media. So I used to have a Facebook. That was the only one that I kept around because there were business Facebook groups that I wanted to be a part of and actually deleted that. And I started a new account that's purely used for business. I think I am in one Facebook group on there and that's it. So I have no personal social media. TikTok was really the main of my existence. Next is nature. So getting outside and doing, uh, you know, some like a nature bath, essentially, I think is what they call it. But getting outside, if you have a park in your neighborhood, just getting out into a park where there's a lot of trees for 15 minutes can be really, really good. There's a lot of science behind that too. But just going on hikes or being out in nature, scheduling non-negotiable negotiable breaks. So I do at least a half hour in the middle of the day for lunch, preferably an hour. If I don't have a lot of stuff that I have planned therapy, if you've listened to this podcast, you know, I talk about that a lot, getting a therapist. And uh, one of the things I would look at too, with your insurance is a lot of uh, therapy is covered under insurance now. So I get to see my therapist CM for 25 bucks a session, which is an absolute steal. Uh, Shorten the workday. So try creating a clear cutoff time to your workday. Mine is four o'clock. Usually, sometimes it goes till five. It kind of depends. I'm kind of coming back from vacation. and got a lot to catch up on. But having a clear end time to your workday is big. Uh, learning how to cook. So I think finding meals. And the whole point here is doing things that take your mind off whatever's making you anxious. So for me, cooking can be pretty big. So if I want to you know, cook something that requires me to really kind of follow a recipe and really pay attention is uh, good. Uh, finding a fun activity to do with your significant other or friends every week can be really big. Right now, Sarah and I have been really big into you know trying different breweries and restaurants and 
you know, things like that. Saying no to more activities and people that aren't a fuck yeah, I think is a really big one. So if there are people in your life or things that you do that are optional, if you're not super excited about doing it, just say no, don't do it. Uh, I think I, uh, one of the things that I mentioned, I'm just looking through my list here. I forgot to mention at the beginning actually is box breathing. This is another thing that my therapist and uh, talked to me about. And then also I know that a lot of Navy SEALs and athletes do this too, but box breathing is breathing in for four seconds, then holding for four seconds, and then breathing out for four seconds. Do that 10 times when you're feeling anxious. Just remembering to breathe and getting some oxygen can be really big. And lastly, playing with your dog or your pet or going and visiting a local shelter and uh, giving those uh, doggies some much-needed love, uh, going somewhere where maybe they have puppies and playing with them. Dogs, our little toy poodle Pepe. Yeah, so he's not only you know an absolute cutie, but <laughs> he's super fun to to be around to play with and helps when we're feeling anxious. So hope that was helpful for you. I kind of dumped a lot of stuff on you. I think finding your own thing is super important. Hopefully something that I mentioned today resonated with you, but it's important again to find ways to prevent and be proactive about anxiety and then to deal with the anxiety. So hope that helped you out. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts so that you can get notified when another episode comes out. I really appreciate you tuning in. If this was helpful for you, I'd love an honest review or rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify so we can get this in front of more folks. All right. We'll see you.